Hey, welcome to Fireside Jams. Uh, rather, uh, welcome y'all, uh, and welcome to Fireside Jams. We'll be jam on community, social commentary, and global artistry. I'm your host, Galactic Nomad. Uh, we got Baca with us. Uh, Baca, did you want to introduce yourself? We're very excited to have uh, Charmaine with us today. Uh, did, you, did you guys want to uh, start this off? Hey, yeah, let's start. Uh, okay, so go ahead. <laughs> Oh, well, hi, everyone. I'm I'm Charmaine. I am the host of the Culture Shop with Charm podcast. I am a Jamaican. I was born and raised, and I moved to the United <laughs> States. And the <laughs> of course, and the podcast is really based on the Caribbean American experience. So every aspect of life from um, career, dating, marriage, travel, everything, we kind of take a look at life um, through the Caribbean American lens. Um, so that's the um, that's the whole premise of the podcast. And thank you guys for having me. Charmaine, what's the, now, thank you for joining us today. And we got to definitely break that down because you touched on some many topics that's important to the Caribbean American mm-hmm. and Caribbean experience. Can you, can you kind of like, what are some of the things that like you're most passionate about um, as it pertains to the culture, to like, uh, you know, relationships and things like that. Like, what are things that I like, really got you into it? Well, um, moving from a small town in Jamaica to New York, a big city, mm-hmm. um, I did notice that there were a lot of differences with just people and the culture there, and I had to adapt. So, I was in college and my college experience was different. I was dating and dating was different. And um, there's so many um, aspects of just navigating even the career space. And um, there's so many things that were different. And I had to learn. I had to unlearn. I had um, very hard lessons. So a lot of that, I, you know, I journaled and um, I had a lot of thoughts written down about it, and um, I didn't really know how to kind of bring that to life, but I just knew I wanted to document it in some way. Um, and then I moved to Miami, and the experience was similar but different. Um, so I decided that I wanted to do a podcast because there were so many differences that I saw and so many struggles as an immigrant. Um, living in a new country and dealing with some of those experiences. And I wanted to talk about them. Um, I wanted to share them. I also wanted to, I started traveling a lot more. And the more I traveled is the more I realized how different yet similar I am to so many other cultures. And I, I wanted to bring that into the podcast also. Um, so I just wanted to create a space where I could freely talk about those issues with like-minded people or people who just didn't know and wanted to learn, it would be a good place for them to start. Uh, I don't know if that kind of sums it up well. But yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's a great summary. That, that, yeah, that sounds up. like a powerful platform that can bring a lot of people together, um, especially because, you know, um, have, have you noticed, like, or do you, do you, what are some differences that you see between, like, I know you call it the diaspora, um, mm-hmm. maybe someone like you that's from Jamaica and that immigrated? Yeah. So there's so many different areas. Um, there is, okay, so if we walk it all the way back, and I mean, this is arguable, but 
um, we, we can go all the way back to Africa, right? And mm-hmm. our roots and where, you know, we all ended up and how that journey and changed our culture or um, kind of catapulted us into adapting a different culture. So um, coming to the U.S., I noticed there were a lot of differences with the interactions with um, Americans, with Black Americans. It was different. Um, the Africans, they were different. They interacted with us differently. Um, there is a lot of tension in some areas that I, I didn't fully understand. Tension? Um, yes, there is. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you see? Uh, yeah, I'm still understanding. Um, yeah, I think, I think we just don't, we don't understand each other enough. And mm. I say that with just Black Americans, um, Caribbean nationals, um, even, you know, black people from Brazil or uh, black people from Colombia, like we're all separated, but we don't always have a good understanding of the experiences in different countries. So, um, for example, when I came here, um, a lot of people looked at me and they assumed I was black American. So. I remember a friend sending me a whole catalog of rap music and I had no idea why she was doing that. But in her wow. mind, right, but I, I didn't grow up, I mean, I, I, I listened to it, but I didn't necessarily know every single rapper, you know? So um, it was just understanding, yes, I'm black, I'm from Jamaica and I have a different culture and I listen to a different kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one, and then there's this con- this idea that if you're from the Caribbean or certain parts of Africa, you're not you may not be as civilized, or you may not have access to certain things. And you know, some people make comments like, "Oh, do you live in trees?" I legit heard that. So Jamaica. So, yes, people ask that's, that, which is that's which weird is, as hell. It's crazy, but. People have different, have given different um, explanations as to why. And it's just a lack of knowledge, really. Um, There are a lot of people that think, you know, Jamaica is all tourists and everybody else is poor. And it's, you know, it's just just your experience, right? So I realized that the diaspora doesn't really know enough about each other. And for me... Um, I'm Caribbean, I'm Black, but I didn't really know a lot about American Black, Black history in America, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't fully understand Jim Crow, I didn't fully understand um, redlining or a lot of um, obstacles that affected my Black American brothers and sisters. I didn't really understand that. So I had to learn that, right? Um, And then there were a lot of Caribbean people and, you know, maybe Black Americans also who have an idea that people from Africa, again, not civilized, they don't have access to certain things, they don't, they, they don't have access to wealth, and that in, in some cases is not true, right? So I think that we just didn't really know enough about each other, and I wanted yeah. to 
try to understand and kind of break that ice with, with us just kind of sharing that knowledge across the diaspora about ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy to experience that because there's, there's, some, there's some really big mansions in, in Kingston, in Jamaica. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All over. Like, there's some rich people and there's nice houses too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, like America, right? Like, it's, it right. doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. It's a would you say that the Caribbean is like the perfect like middle ground between Africa and Black Americans like that? Because it's still connected to the African roots, and Africa is mm-hmm. still connected to like uh, Jamaican music, for example. Right. But, like Black Americans kind of have that that disconnect, right? And, that right. and we're looking to gain. So do you say like the, the Caribbean islands is kind of like that perfect middle ground and connected to the the, the two different worlds? Um, it, it is in some ways. I think um, one thing um, that I can say, because of our proximity to, to the U.S., mm-hmm. um, you know, and kind of like ease of travel and it's just, we have more of an American influence and there's more, you know, exchange. Um, I definitely see like more Americans traveling to Jamaica and traveling outside of the tourist areas and really like getting to know the culture and of course social media kind of gives us a good platform to share things that are you know outside of what we normally see but I think yes the Caribbean is a, a good bridge um, to fully understand just how the African culture kind of you know merged into um, the you know the um, the natives that live there, the Tainos, the Arawaks, there's a lot of history mm-hmm. behind that that we don't know. But going to yeah. the Caribbean kind of gives you a good, um, a good lesson with how, you know, civilization actually just evolved and how, you know, there was a lot of black power, um, or black people in power and, and ownership and, and seeing how that evolved. It's kind of easy to kind of learn that rather than, you know, kind of it's a lot harder to kind of book a flight to, to Africa than it is to, you know, go to Jamaica and kind of see how that evolves. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really felt your story and I'm excited for your platform. I definitely want to listen. To it. You're making me want to listen to it right away um, because, awesome. you know, I, I assume like a lot of your conversations are like leading to unpacking so many things from many directions. Um, mm-hmm. specifically like your, your story of learning, uh, about black Americans and navigating yeah. in the U S through the, those experiences, like connected with me personally. Yeah. Cause, um, I'll say like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily an immigrant, but I grew up, uh, you know, uh, having, being like the first of my family to learn these things from like an Im- mm-hmm. immigrant family. My mother, uh, was born in Port-au-Prince, uh, Haiti. And like, mm-hmm. you know, she, you know, not having uh, parents to tell you or like uh, kind of connect you with black Americans is, uh, right. is like forces you to have to learn things yourself. And even though, mm-hmm. you know, I probably had a different experience learning through school, um, it, it's still like uh, it, I, I still had to face some of those similar things that maybe you had to outside of school and maybe as an older person. But I still, right. you know, connected to what you had to uh, navigate. I'm glad. And I, I did an episode um, called Racial Disparity in the United States. And this was right after um, the George Floyd um, 
incident and just everything that happened after that. Um, and I, I had a friend who, um, she's Jamaican and she's married to an American and I had them both on the show and that episode was, it really resonated with a lot of people because a lot of what he was um, explaining from his Black American experience, we really didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, just kind of navigating some of the historical barriers and, you know, kind of like as, as an immigrant, you you don't know all the history and you can't speak for everybody. So you, you really yeah. have to just listen. And there's a lot of things we have to learn. Like we have to learn our rights. Like once you become a naturalized citizen, you have the same right as people who are born here, but you have to actually know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and um, one of the, the things that he pointed out is what to do if you're stopped by the police. I mean, immigrants, we know what to do in our own country, but we don't necessarily have that knowledge that is easily accessible or presented to us. I thought that was very important for him to kind of break it down because we didn't grow up with the same issues, similar issues, you know, I mean, colonialism did its number, did a number on Mm -hmm. many of us, but um, we didn't have the same experience. So it was very interesting to kind of just sit and learn and listen um, about that experience and just kind of um, take it all in. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's 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 uh that that's also like an important thing too. Like uh, there's a certain attitude that that uh I I felt growing up that was different for me than you know other well Americans in general. But um, since most of my experiences was with like Black Americans, like I noticed a different attitude uh that I had to like adapt to. So like even well, it 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 also is a Chicago thing too like there's a different Chicago attitude that you'll have to learn too Um, so yeah there's so many things that go into it right 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 yeah it's it's different and I think we we just get into just living our lives and moving along and getting ahead Um, but it's important to kind of just understand the diaspora I think that makes it very different and Unfortunately, because wherever there's a lack of knowledge, there will be stupidity. So, um, of course, there's there's diaspora wars. There is who's better and there is that. And it just pains my heart because we just don't really, you know, there are certain misconceptions that people have of each other that we just are not taking the time to really learn. So That's, that's kind of funny as hell because it's like, that whole idea of who's better, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're all being attacked. It, 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 mm-hmm. it, it, doesn't that pause like progression? Doesn't that like literally stop with these progression? You think about like Jim Crowism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, that, that seems that seems to tie into that mentality. Those that kind of subscribe to that. Yes, I think I think that that's for wars and kind of dividing. Um, Black Americans, um, immigrants, I think it's, it's designed that way um, because if Black people are connected and understand their power, it's, you know, it's dangerous. <laughs> so I think 
we we have to make a very conscious effort to um, connect each other. So I think it's great that you have this platform because it's one tool, um, you know, in the to move things in the right direction. Yeah, I was gonna say the same about your your platform. Um, I, I also you. wanted to say, like, what can listeners do to connect, you know, connect these uh, different, like, uh, different understandings or different cultures? How can we, how can we, aside from listening to your podcast, how can we connect with diaspora and connect with our fellow Caribbean, Blacks, uh, Brazilians, yeah. etc.? Africans, Africans. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of knowledge out there, but I think in general, we're all lazy and we like to see it in one place. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not going to be digging into like a million articles, but I will say, um, there are, there's a Caribbean American, there's a Caribbean podcast directory. And in that podcast directory, it's actually run by, um, Carrie-Anne Reed Brown. Um, yeah, it's actually called Caribbean Podcast Search. I hope I said that right. And it actually breaks down podcasts from each country um, in the Caribbean. And I believe it has some Central Americans, South Americans, I think it is. But it's a great start because you're, you're really listening to people just talking about different experiences. There are people from Turks and Caicos, from Trinidad, from, mm. from all over. So it's, it's just a good way of just listening um, to different topics and they talk about everything from their own experience. So that's great. Um, every, uh, if I were to type in like Afro Brazilian or Afro Latina on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, I will find a blogger who is doing some work that you may be able to learn. Um, a lot of people don't know that Brazil has the second largest number of black people in the world outside of Africa because mm. the way how Brazil is portrayed, um, you don't necessarily think that way. But um, if you were to look for the Afro, um, Afro-Latina community in certain countries, you are definitely see videos or bloggers that document these extensively. Um, the Latin countries are often forgotten out of the equation, but um, I can tell you that traveling to Colombia was one of the most, I didn't feel at home anywhere else as much as I did feel at home in Colombia as a person. Um, as soon as I got to Cartagena, um, the black people there greeted me like they were like family, familia, familia, negra, negra. They were like embracing me. And honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is also part of the cultural learning because for me, if you live in the United States and you go to another country and somebody says negra or negro, you are like, wait, wait, who are you talking to? What the fuck? Right. So like understanding that it was their way of saying you're my black family welcome you know like a term of endearment then right exactly everywhere we went they would embrace us family 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 that's how they would talk to us so i felt exactly i i never experienced that um because i would just 
go to another place. I'm just like, okay, I guess there's black people here. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were so intent. And then understanding that there's a community um, just outside of Cartagena that had one of the first free villages in the Western Hemisphere. So there's a lot of like cultural context to Black people living even in the Latin countries because they we tend to forget about the Latin countries because we like focus on African countries and you know the Caribbean and we forget that there is a chunk of Black people with like amazing cultures. Um, Bahia, Brazil is another um, uh, another city that is just booming with the beautiful black people with amazing culture so it's just a matter of really making steps and i think that's one one thing i would like to, to do going forward to the platform is to have more of an understanding of um of people in other cultures and i know i sound like i'm talking about black people all the time but i'm really passionate of about you know people really understanding their roots and connecting the cultures that's, no, that's dope because that's what your podcast is all about is sharing that black experience and, and that mm-hmm. Caribbean experience. So, like, it makes sense. And it's it's interesting because, like, you think about places that America teaches, like, as, like against, you know, areas like Colombia and Brazil, mm-hmm. like, and those are areas with strong black presence. So, you know, when, when, when we're taught here with the fear, it seems like when we actually go there, it, it, it empowers us. So but there, mm-hmm. there's definitely power in that, in that blackness. But are, what are ways that we can, like, you know, support you? What are ways that we can follow you on your journey? What are platforms that you're, you're, you're located where we can, you know, subscribe to you and, 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 and pay attention and, and stay close with you? Of course. So on Instagram, that's where I'm most active. Um, my page is Culture Shock with Charm. That is K-U-L-T-H-A. S-H-O-C-K with Charm. Um, and that is where you'll find links to my podcast. Um, and um, you can just search Google. My podcast is everywhere um, where podcasts um, are supported. Um, and I'm also on Twitter. If you're on Clubhouse, I'm also on Clubhouse as Charmaine Radney. Um, so you can connect with me there. Um, I am doing a little bit of rebranding and just tweaking the platform for this year. But if you follow me on Instagram, um, definitely um, more information will be there. Cool, cool. Well, Sherman, we really appreciate uh, you spending some time with us here at Fireside Jam. Sure. We, we love we love giving the flowers to people before you know they, they can't even smell it. And we definitely <laughs> want to we definitely want to stay in contact with you as a podcast you know just building that connection that network with you and your podcast and just kind of you know supporting each other you could you know share share some folks with you you know come by anytime and you know whatever ways you know always reach out always reach out no this was fun thank you guys for inviting me i really appreciate it this was great and and good luck with your platform and everything that you're doing of course all right it's a wrap y'all fireside jam your medium for conscious turn up connect with uh charmaine uh with the culture shock uh platform and uh we'll see y'all next time